Hey, I'm Ryan Phelan, and you're listening to the Epic Phelan Podcast. This episode, I'm playing an epic game of exploding kittens with Dakota Kidby from Social Centric. We discuss the risks and pitfalls of managing your own PR and social media, the role of social media influencers, and why Dakota loves mummy bloggers. Okay, Dakota, welcome to Epic Phelan. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for having me. I know, it's awesome. That's a I, sweet name, my friend. It is. Epic Phelan. It's a play on my name, and it's an epic show. Love it. All right. So honored to be here. Awesome. So we got Dakota Kidby from Social Centric. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about your business and what you do. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. So Social Centric Inc. has been a social media marketing consultancy here in Calgary for the last three years. I myself have a nine-year background in public relations and marketing, and in 2016, I decided to open up my own social media marketing shop, mostly because I felt that there was a huge gap in Calgary for that service offering. And as of right now, we work with about 25 different sectors in the Calgary area, a couple of clients outside of Calgary as well in the foothills area of Alberta. And yeah, going strong and year number four. So Oh, you're number four. So yeah, yeah, you're right in there. You're doing good. Yeah, yeah. So you come from a PR background. I do. Public relations. Yeah, that's that's very much needed these days. Yes, it is. And a lot of the times it's an afterthought, to be honest. Usually when people look at their budgets, they think, oh, no, we don't need marketing. We don't need PR. We don't need communications. But really, those three areas are a huge driver for any business. And they are absolutely needed. Absolutely essential. And with the way social media is expanding, it's good to have an expert. Yes, absolutely. And I think in this age, what's been really interesting, especially for someone such as myself that used to work very heavily with traditional media outlets is taking that leap from the traditional landscape to the digital landscape. And as just a quick example, you know, when you're pitching out a story for a client or trying to do some content or storytelling, it's interesting how now you're not just pitching traditional media or writing a media release. You're also taking into consideration social media, website copy, potential digital marketing activities. And you're not really just working with traditional media anymore. You're also working with influencers. So the landscape has changed substantially. And if you're going to survive in this industry as a practitioner, you absolutely have to tackle that area as well. Absolutely. I'm going to get you to expand on that. But before I do, the whole point of the podcast, being that it's Epic Phelan, is (laughs) to find out a little bit more about you, to find out what you like about our awesome city, but to do this while playing a bit of a game. So I have some games here. We got skyscrapers, we got Jenga, we got uh, some Sushi Go, we got Exploding Kittens. Any particular game stand out to you? I'm going to have to say Exploding Kittens. Done. <laughs> All right. So, so we'll get started with the game here, but we'll okay. also continue on with the interview. Fantastic. It's been a while since I played this, Ryan, so. Right on. So I'm going to ask you again one of the biggest questions that everybody asks somebody when they meet somebody from Calgary. Where are you from? I'm from Calgary. That's crazy. One of the only ones. There's actually (laughs) a lot of us, to be honest. There is, there is. I'm really not that special. I moved to Calgary when I was three from Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton. I know. I don't even (laughs) like saying that. (laughs) I actually really love Edmonton. It's why I have to love Edmonton. I have five brothers and sisters that live up there, and if they hear me say anything bad about it, I feel the wrath. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, no, it's awesome. Very different city, but I love Calgary. Yeah, me too. What made you decide to move into uh, a business on your own? So honestly, I worked for lots of different people. I worked in lots of different roles. I took something from every single one. But the biggest thing was I really love working for myself. And I love the ability to shape my life and live the lifestyle of an entrepreneur. One thing that people say about entrepreneurs is, oh, you must have, you know, all the time in the world must be an easier lifestyle. It's absolutely not. It's just like a diet change. It is a lifestyle and you have to live and breathe that lifestyle. Otherwise, you probably won't make it. So while yes, I do work very hard, I do get to very much shape the way that I live my life. You know, if I want to go on a trip, I can take work with me most of the time. If I want to go hike a mountain midday on a Monday, sure, I'll be working till midnight that night when I get home, but I can do that. So for me, it was the lifestyle and working for myself, as well as the ability to work with multiple clients. Absolutely. What kind of different clients do you have? Can I ask? Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, of course. So primarily, I work with a lot of real estate clients, actually. Oh. Um, and that kind of just fell into my lap. I've been working with real estate for the last three years, even prior to that in previous roles. And then I also do a lot of lifestyle. So I work with Marta Loop, the business improvement area there. Ooh, I love Marta Loop. They're a fantastic client, really fun. I work with a couple of restaurants in Calgary, and I work with a couple of random clients as well, construction, home building, a lawyer, so kind of all over the place. But I'd say 60% of my work is in real estate and the other sort of 30 is lifestyle. So. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we have the cards dealt out here. Have you played Exploding Kittens before? A long time ago when it first came out, yes. Okay, so I've same here. We've uh, looked at the rules here, and let's check it out. The key being not to get an Exploding Kitten. Okay. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Yes. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Rock, and paper, scissors. Whoa. Great minds think alike. Oh, oh. so that's me. So oh, that's you. No, okay. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you get to go first. Okay. So so what Why? that is, is that you have, okay, so you have the cards in your hand. Yes. And you have to play your cards. So whatever the card says to okay. do. Yep. You have to do it. Okay. And you can play as many cards as you want. The thing is, at the end of your turn, you then pick up a card. Okay. Now, naturally, at the beginning of the game, there's going to be less of a chance of having an exploding kitten than as the cards dwindle down. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. So I would like a favor. You must give me one of your cards of your choice. Oh, my choice. Yes. Hmm. These cards are hilarious, and they're very Friday the 13th. <laughs> yes, they're very evil kitten cards. Let's give you that one. That looks like a very innocuous character. So you can either pick up a card and end your turn, or you can continue playing your cards. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if I can multitask like this, Ryan. I know. It's it's really, really tough. I'm going to end my turn, because that's all I know how to do. Okay, so attack. What does that do? It ends my turn without drawing a card. Oh, huh? but you have to take two turns now. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> One, two. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Good? Okay. Okay. So. Yes. Influencers. You've mentioned influencers before. What are they? A lot of us know what they are, but <laughs> what are your thoughts on influencers and are they making a big impact, you know, for your business? Is it something mm -hmm. worth looking at getting an influencer? So 
influencers, when used strategically and when chosen strategically, can make a very big impact on whatever you're trying to do. From a brand awareness perspective, a lot of clients who are focusing mostly on brand awareness, meaning they're not selling something necessarily, they tend to not have the budget to work with influencers. However, that doesn't mean that there aren't some influencers out there who are willing to sort of trade product or service for a post or a blog. But what I like to say with influencers is they should be treated the exact same way that traditional media is treated. So if I'm going to pitch an influencer to cover a client event for me, like let's say the restaurant I work for is launching a fall menu and I pitch 15 local influencers who specifically concentrate on food to come out and try the menu, have a free meal. Maybe I'm potentially paying a fee for them because they're coming out, it's their time, you know, obviously, they're going to have a fee as well, because that's their business. What I would want to look into is who exactly is following their channel? What can they offer me in terms of inbound marketing materials? So can they offer me a blog? Can they offer me 10 stories that evening that are geo targeted to the area that we're in? And can they offer me a couple of posts maybe before, during and after the event? And the other thing that I really want to look for with any influencer and any media is what's my return on investment. So if I'm paying you $150 for an Instagram post and a blog, and I'm also giving you a free meal, what are we going to get out of that? How many clients are going to be walking through my client store to try out that restaurant? So really, I think, like I said, influencers should be treated the exact same as traditional media. And really, it's just the reconnaissance that you do on them. As a professional, it's my job to make sure that I'm choosing influencers that will give a return on investment to my client. Good ROI, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they are really cool in the sense that my favorite type of influencer is somebody called a mommy blogger. There's a lot of them in Calgary. I have a couple of girlfriends who've built really successful blogs and they are moms. And so they focus mainly on children's toys, products, events in Calgary that are family friendly. The reason I really love this group of people is because a lot of the time they can work together to get a lot of ROI for a client. And what they'll do is they'll share a product or a piece of information on their page. And hilariously, 50 other moms from around Alberta or Calgary will then come and try that out because that's their main audience, right? So if if you're looking to sell something in that area, I do really like that group here in Calgary. I think they're a solid group to work with. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Of course, there's other categories of bloggers, but I really do love that term and that group of, of bloggers in Calgary specifically. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hit you up with some cards here. Okay. I'm going to do an attack card. So okay. that is you have to. I have to do two turns. Oh, yeah. End your cool. turn without drawing a card. So, yep. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to just land some nope sauce on that. Oh, nope sauce. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do that. Oh, no. Actually, maybe I can't do that. So sorry. Yep. Yeah. So nope. Nope. You, you got to oh. go again. Does that end your turn if you do a nope? Oh, no. It does not end my turn. So you can hit okay. me up with something if you're. That's right. Okay. Hold on. See, I'm, I'm helping you. I'm here to help You're you. You're here to help. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I've got a bunch of cards that are powerless on their own. I'm going to put down another favor because I feel like you might have better cards than I do. And I'd like one of your cards, please. Thank you. Ooh. Rainbow Ralphing Cat. Interesting. Okay. There it is. Was that an end of a turn? That was the end of a turn. It's your turn you now. You pick up a card. Okay. 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 I am going to hit you up with another attack. I'm Sam being me. I'm playing. I'm playing dirty. Okay. 
I've got all these ones that are powerless on their own. I need like a double. Well, I'm going to go nope again. Serve Shut up some down. nope sauce. <laughs> some nope sauce. Double nope sauce. All right. A jack and nope bounded a, a, into the room. A, a, a jack and nope. <laughs> these are not my slogans. These are coming from the cards. I know, do you want? Yeah, I would be very impressed if they were your slogans. I would too. So I have a skip. Okay. Crab walk with some crabs is what it says. Okay. What yeah. is that? I don't know. End your turn without drawing a card. So. So that's it. So now it's your turn. Now it's my turn again. Okay. You know, I'm just going to put this one down because it's funny. It's called the hairy potato cat, but sadly it does nothing. Oh. So I guess I have to pick up then a card. Have, then you have to pick up a card. <sighs> is it still my turn? Yeah. Fabulous. Oh, no, no, it's not because that ended your turn. Okay, and now it's your turn. I'm finally getting somewhere. Okay. Card of your choice. That I have to give to you? Yeah, that you have to give to me. Uh, (laughs) It's the taco cat. Powerless on its own. But it's a pair, I could do something with it, but I don't have a pair. Okay, I'm going to say shuffle the draw pile. Okay. This could be dangerous. Okay, so while I shuffle the draw pile, what would you say are some of your favorite parts of Calgary? Oh, I love this question. I love so much of Calgary that I'll try and narrow it down. Honestly, I really love the inner city parts of Calgary, but I also love some of the amazing hidden gems outside of Calgary. So one place I really love is the park with that restaurant in it and Sakomi Lake. I think Sakomi Lake, as kind of gross as it is, is a really cool <laughs> man-made lake that you can just go like play volleyball, tan, hang out. I don't necessarily want to go in the water all the time because like, let's face it, we all know about Sakomi Lake. But right near there is a wonderful park that the name is escaping me. I apologize. Um, there's a fantastic restaurant and bakery and it's kind of just like a hidden oasis. I've had a couple friends get married there. It's really nice to go there and like take walks and stuff like that. So I love that. The other thing that I love about Calgary is all of its pathways. I'm a runner and I have a dog that I take for numerous walks a day. So I love the ability to walk near the river or ride my bike up to Douglasdale and back from downtown. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, or go up to like the amazing forest that nobody knows about in, in Douglasdale. Yeah. There's a fantastic forest up there. The other thing I love is I love the inner city neighborhoods in Calgary. So, you know, you'll find me oftentimes on my weekends buying records. I love all the microbreweries that we have here in Calgary, especially in Inglewood. Kensington is also a fan favorite of mine. There's a lot of really cool consignment stores in Kensington that I love frequenting. And then I live in Connaught and I really love my neighborhood because it's my building is three blocks from 17th Avenue. And I'm right near this super cool little block of really old businesses that I constantly utilize. I take guitar lessons at Kickaxe Guitar. Nice. Yeah, they're awesome. Do you know them? Yeah, they're so cool. Jay is the owner. Shout out to Jay. I love that place. I've been taking lessons there for about two and a half months now. Really, really love it there. And then I always go to the consignment store there, Peacock. I always buy chocolates from the chocolate store, Epiphany Chocolates. I'm there like all the time, just tootling around. I haven't tried out Myers Deli yet, but I definitely want to give it a shot for brunch one day. And then other than that, I would say my favorite thing about Calgary is the community. When I launched my business, I literally sent an email to everyone I knew and within six months, I had five of my first clients. Ever since I have completely relied upon word of mouth marketing, haven't had to really do much of my own paid marketing. And really, you know, if you do a good job, Calgarians will back you up and they'll support you no matter what. So I really love that about Calgary. 
100%. So you mentioned that you're a bit of a hipster. So, and, and this is one of the things you, you probably, you probably share this with me is that I'm very into small business. Yeah. Like I love small business, Mm -hmm. but what is one thing that a small business can do social media wise, like whether it be a certain platform, Mm -hmm. what is one thing that they can do that's going to make the most improvement on their business or where they're going to see the most value? One thing that they could do. That's a bit of a loaded question, Ryan, in the sense that I'd have to know what type of a business it is. But if you're a small business and you have zero budget to hire an expert to give you a hand, I would recommend, honestly, just getting on there and experimenting, but be very, very careful with advertising and boosting. Make sure that you kind of have a grasp on what the type of content you're going to put out first, as well as make sure your pages are set up correctly and branded correctly. Make sure all of your information is readily available for your consumers your phone number, your email, make it easy for them to be able to contact you. And really, I would say the first thing you want to focus on is creating good, engaging, meaningful content. And those are the two words that I want everyone to remember is meaningful and engaging. Always think about your audience before you put content out. And in terms of how often when you're just starting out, I would say if you can push out content three times a week, and really get a handle on figuring that out, I would say that's probably the biggest first thing businesses can do if they don't have budget to hire someone. Right on. And because this show is called Epic Phelan. Yes. Especially if you've seen this done. So what is one of the worst things you've seen a company do prior to you taking over their social media? Oh. Don't have to name names (laughs) or anything like that. Um, But what Mm. is is something that would be very detrimental to your business if, if you were to do? Yeah. Couple things. Getting too opinionated or political, especially on Twitter. Absolutely. Honestly, one of the most detrimental things I've seen people do is start too many pages and not do anything with them and have them just hanging out with content from 2014 and it's now almost 2020. One of the worst things you can do is overwhelm yourself and decide that you need to be on every single social media channel and have zero time to manage it and just leave it hanging because the more incomplete you are online the more it looks like your brand doesn't really exist. True. I would say that's probably my biggest piece of feedback. And also just don't, yeah, don't be too political or opinionated on any of your social media because it is there forever. All righty. <laughs> so I'm going to end my turn here and I'm going to pick okay. up a card. Okay. All right. Okay. So now it's my turn. Now, now it's your turn. Okay. There's a lot of card stealing in this game. There is a lot of card stealing in this game. Oh. Oh, I guess I get to pick the card. Ooh. Oh, are you showing me all your cards? Oh. I don't know. Can I show you my cards? This is a cat, a card and is powerless on its own. Play to... Yes, I think you have to show me your cards. Ooh. Wow. Um, Never wanted to show you my cards. I don't like that one. But anyways, I took it. Okay. Here we go. So now I'm going to deploy a See the Future card, and I'm going to secretly be able to view the next three cards, and I'm going to be able to pick the one that I want. So that's what I'm going to do. Now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. Okay. I got a taco cat. This card is powerless on its own, but needed as a pair. Okay. What about cat or melon? They're all powerless on their own. I know. I don't know if I Okay. I'm going to have to. (laughs) I'm just going to play it anyway. And I'm going to pick up a card. Okay. Okay. So now it's your turn. Okay. Honestly, I have nothing. That one's powerless. So you mentioned that you work with a lot of realtors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I actually don't work with a lot of realtors. Oh, okay. I work with a lot of brokerages. 
Oh. A lot of people have asked me, you know, with your foray into working with brokerages, why is it that you don't capitalize on the market and work with realtors? And I think my answer is pretty fair in the sense that I love the realtors that I get to see and train and potentially do workshops with and things like that, that I work with within my brokerages, but I won't rep one realtor or like 10 realtors because there's so many of them that the content, in my opinion, would always be stale and it would be a giant conflict. And so in in an effort to offer the best possible service to any one of my clients, I unfortunately do not work one-on-one with realtors from a social media management perspective. That makes total sense when it comes to conflict of interest. And to me that I totally get that. Yeah. So saying that, have you worked with a realtor before? I have. Oh, that's awesome. I have not in the capacity that I just mentioned, but I do train realtors on how to do their own social media management. And I do content development sometimes for some realtors. And I used to dabble in that a little bit. Perfect. Yes. So what would you say would be a characteristic or something that a realtor could do Mm -hmm. to be, in your eyes, an epic realtor? An epic realtor. Okay. Some of you may not know this, but video is seriously king when it comes to content. So if you can do as much video as humanly possible, and I'm talking all facets of video, live video on your Facebook, Instagram stories on site at one of your listings, hilarious videos that are seasonally appropriate. One of my very favorites, I'm not going to mention who this realtor is, but he is one of my favorite realtors when it comes to video. He has this hilarious video that just came out on his page where he's got Game of Thrones talking about the winter is coming. And then he goes on to kind of give his consumers seasonal tips about winterizing their homes. But rather than just put out a graphic about here's how to winterize your home, he did this hilarious Game of Thrones video, which I thought was fantastic. So if you can do as much engaging, hilarious, kind of comical video as possible, I think that really sets you apart. Be creative. Be creative. Yes. Right on. Yeah. All right. We got to get to business because we have not seen any exploding cats. We have not. Now, hold on. I'm allowed to play this card, right? Yeah, and I don't know why. Wait a minute. That's the card that you took from me, is it not? No, this was my deferred card or whatever the heck it's called. Oh, John, I I don't know what I did with my diffuse card. Yeah. Not paying attention is not good. Pay attention. I'm trying. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to end end my turn. Okay. Okay. Well, Ryan, you know, I really appreciate you having me on this podcast, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to offer you an exploding kitten. No. Do you still have your deferral card? I just told you I didn't have my deferral card. (laughs) This is horrible. Yeah, I knew knew that. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Well, this is uh, one of my first podcasts. So, Mm -hmm. um, again, you are now the Exploding Kittens champ. Yes. Dakota Kid be Exploding Kittens champ. Fantastic. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to ask you back. I would love that. Yeah, because I need redemption. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. And because we're going to find out a little bit more about your business. Yeah, awesome. So thank you very much for coming. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. And is there anything that you would like to promote in the meantime? So 2020 is going to be pretty fantastic. Social Centric is dropping a couple of really cool new online offerings. So I would encourage all of you to please follow me at Social Centric Inc. I-N-C. So Social Centric I-N-C on Facebook and Instagram. Alrighty. Well, thanks again. Thanks, Ryan. And until next time, 
Stay epic. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Epic Phelan. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RealRyanPhelan. And visit my website at www.thecalgaryrealestateguy.com. Until next time, stay epic.